There's a lot of tour stories that whenever we get together, we're like, do you remember when we stayed with those people who were definitely lizards? Because they had like... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. And in this episode, we'll be emotionally discovering if band life is playing fiction or living in a distant daydream. Uh, It's option B. Yes, this week's (laughs) guests are Alex Costello and Alex Adam, the Alexei from the fantastic pop punk rockers, Rome. Yes, our friends Rome are back to talk to us, but this time with some sad news. After a decade as a band, the Eastbourne pop-punk misfits will be calling it a day with one last run of shows in September that perfectly coincides with their 10th year anniversary. So we thought we'd invite Costello and Adam back on to get inside their breakup, final farewell, and celebrate all the beautiful and damn right silly memories they've made together. It's always been smiles whenever we've seen them around, and we were lucky enough to record this moment after their final festival appearance backstage at 2000 Trees this summer, which is quite a special touch with everything. But Sean, you've literally been through this whole process yourself. So I'm sure you're upset on both parts that the book is closing for Rome, but also knowing the similarities they'll be going through as individuals. Yes, poor bastards. Absolute poor bastards. I hope they're okay. I did say to them after we finished recording this, do me a favor, boys, don't split up for God's sake, right? <laughs> because <laughs> six months later, you're all going to regret it. But this was a fantastic chat. Every time we've talked to them and chatted to them, we've had a great time. They've, they're always very, very fun. They're funny. To be honest, after this conversation, I am genuinely excited to see what's next from, as you'll hear. But yes, what a great band. Long live Rome. Ten years, like, that's mad, isn't it? But yeah, absolutely smashed it. And I'm sure they'll be all right, man, you know. Alex Costello and Alex Adam. Like their fathers are not Elvis and Brian. Like. <laughs> that's Elvis oh. Adams and Brian Costello, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Not, not the other way around not the other <laughs> at way around. all, but 
In this conversation, you're going to hear everything about the decision to end the band, why lining it up with the 10th anniversary was a perfect closure, what's next for them personally, and we just get into all sorts of insane moments like being internet friends with Nickelback, staying with lizard people, their last supper, (laughs) tattoos, and they admit they once rejected one of this genre's most iconic vocalists to appear on a fan favorite track. And we even work out their wage per hour of the band. Oh, do you know what? I was smiling then, right? Recalling all those (laughs) stories, right? And then you reminded me. So over the 10 years, they've worked out exactly how much an hour they've been paid, right? As people in bands. Um, If this doesn't shock you to your core and make you (laughs) want to stream and support your favorite band, you are cold and heartless and um, may death come to you quickly. But if you listen to this and you go, Jesus Christ, is that real? The answer is yes. So please, please, for the love of God, appreciate your favorite bands today. Send them their flowers. If you love a band, tell them. Please tell them. In fact, I'm going to tweet Dal Palumbo as soon as I finish recording this, telling him I love him very much. That's very nice. That is completely true. We should always show our loved ones or people that mean a lot to us the support while we can. There's not enough money in the music industry, and there's definitely not enough money in podcasting. So if you'd like to support us, please go and check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash happening. It helps this podcast happen each and every week and you get a host of extras back for your support including a wonderful community of people that without them this podcast wouldn't be a thing but without any further ado this is the great heights and nosedives of rome on episode 193 of sapman podcast i love these boys very very much they've always been great to us and i hope that we get them on in future episodes to talk in six months we should get them on and they're like oh do you know what i absolutely regret doing <laughs> i absolutely regret spitting my band up and i'd be like i fucking told you so anyway use fucking rome on something podcast fucking something <laughs> Sapnin! 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 Yes! So this week, our guests are the return of both Alexi of Rome. (laughs) Alexi, that is exactly right. (laughs) That is the plural. It would be. Yes, how are you? you? I'm good, how are you doing? You good? Yeah, all right. Yeah, a bit yeah. warm and the sun's yeah. on my neck again. I'll move again. I'll yeah, move we're, again. We're, uh, <laughs> so we're backstage stupid. here at 2000 Trees Festival and it's a very hot day. But this is kind of a uh, bittersweet moment, really, because this is actually your last ever festival appearance as a band. Over the last couple of weeks, you announced that you're going to be calling it a day in September after 10 years. How are you both feeling at the moment? What's the emotions like? I mean, what's going on? Uh, honestly, I feel good. I feel very good. I think for a long time we were discussing it behind the scenes and obviously COVID gave us a chance to kind of look at it objectively and figure out what we wanted to do. 
And so I think the feeling in the Rome camp for a long time was that this was coming. Um, and it's nice to finally have announced it and have like a little bit of a celebration for what it was rather than floating and not doing anything because we were preparing for it effectively. So when did the um, initial conversations about ending the band begin? You said it's it's been a long time coming. Is it something you felt has helped in the the pipeline for for a bit or? It's difficult because it's like there's been conversations about it from different angles. throughout the last couple of years i think it's never that we didn't love what we were doing it's it's just like life gets hard to to sustain the life of a band um when you have other commitments and you have to prioritize things i guess a little bit but then also you know we we tried to write some new stuff and i think i think at this point in life we're we're on different creative journeys potentially um and we didn't want to have a middle of the road product because we were both compromising what we wanted from music and so we'd rather end it on a high where we feel like we have done good work and we have you know made a name for ourselves and haven't dragged it to a point where it didn't need to be yeah i think that's nice. the point well, what um yeah do you have ideas of what you all want to go on and do after this is uh yeah i mean we've both been writing music separately but together in a way, uh, strangely, because I think we learned to write music together. So, you know, we, we met at school when we were 14, 15, and that's when we started writing music. So now at 28, it's kind of difficult to split up and then carry on because you have this shared uh, skill where, like, you create a lot of the production and the, the musical parts and the build out of the song structure and stuff and then I'll kind of be the melody and the lyric side of things so then it's very hard to split up and go uh, how do I write a song like how do I actually do this without this other person so I think for a while we're in that space but then more recently especially since we've kind of made the announcement I think we're in a place now where we can write these songs separately and come back together and go hey what would you change and that's nice. I, I enjoy that a lot. It's probably better as well because this time it's like we're not really afraid to be like, mm, I don't really like that because it's not your song. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, you're like, no, 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 that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Which is probably how it should have been from the start. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think it's nice. And like we've, we've both been working on stuff. You've got like some nice demos together. I got some kind of voice note stuff together. And it's interesting to hear how... Uh, how much more focused the music is because you have something to say in, in your own way I have something to say in my own way that's kind of different and I think potentially what would have happened if we carried on was that we would have both been watered down and we'd have ended up with something that wasn't for anyone so it's really interesting to hear yeah like what does an Alex Costello song sound like if I'm not watering it down with what I want? And what does an Alex Adams song sound like if, if you're not watering it down with what you want? And I think that's the exciting thing about what's next, potentially. Nice. Well, yeah. Can you, can you elaborate on what kind of vibes of the new things you're doing is? Well, huh? well I don't know. Like, it's I, empty I, just, I just like, you know... <laughs> I'm kind of working out what what I would want to do still. Okay. So I'm still kind of like just 
jamming out really like random things. The things that are coming a bit more easier is still like the the energy rock, like fast paced stuff is is what my thing would like is you know it's drifting towards you know that kind of thing but still like just working out is you know like what else would i could i do you know in this kind of area so so that's my like vibe at the moment so and then your vibe <laughs> man i think i don't really know honestly like i've got a, a lot of songs together that are in kind of fleshed out semi fleshed out and like just voice note ideas um the only way I could describe it is like it sounds like music for bullfrogs, <laughs> like like just in, in in the weirdest way, like just being able to like put yourself into a song sometimes, and and you know maybe I need maybe maybe it needs more refining before anyone hears it because at the moment bullfrogs are not a huge market to tap, <laughs> no. to tap into. No, yeah, not really. Yeah. They're not. Enough. They're not big streamers either. No, right? no they haven't they're got, not, they're not big in the streaming market. No, so I don't know that they represent a huge proportion of Spotify users um, or gig goers. But it's, it's <laughs> I interesting. There's a couple of bullfrogs like around the edge of this festival. <laughs> there might be, yeah, and they and they might have access to banjos and <laughs> and other kinds of things like that. So I don't know. We'll see. But like speaking of like feeling more freedom and being able to challenge yourselves now when you're writing for this whatever new project is going to be why do you feel you have that initiative now compared to other Rome material is it just because that Rome name as being attached to it that is kind of hard and because and whatever is coming is going to be new you feel fresh I mean how would you describe that yeah I think like Rome has a lot of history Rome has a lot of expectations built into what we are and what we've done and i think the freshness comes actually from us writing separately and then giving it to each other and going like here what do you think right because previously it was always both of us collaborating the whole time and and i think like rome rome had a moment to be what it was and to have this like special place in the world and and i want to keep that on a little bit of a pedestal or you know as an ornament on the on the mantelpiece and just keep it there and go that was that's what that was what it was and while it was it was perfect now let's see what it sounds like to just do 28 year old me as opposed to 18 year old me continued nice. i think yeah that makes uh, well, yeah, complete well, sense i'm looking forward to seeing what actually happens with all that but just reflecting on rome i mean obviously this farewell tour you're doing in september actually marks a 10th year anniversary of you guys as a band like perfectly i'm sure in a lot of ways the timing of all this feels a lot of full circle being able to celebrate everything you've done for the last decade and go out on a high as well yeah yeah i think so i mean 10 years is huge obviously we lost three basically so that's oh, yeah. a shame. That's the thing. I, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad. You've got to spit that. You've got to wait another three years. We've got three more years yeah, in us. We're actually younger than we are, actually, as well. I'm 25. Yeah. yeah. Oh, class, yeah. I'm 35. Uh, yeah. Back in the game. So we could just do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nice to have, like, that full circle moment. And I think, like, it would have been a shame to end it at nine years and then be like, oh, should we do a 10-year thing? Um, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. How, how do you feel? Um, 
I think it worked out pretty nicely just being the whole 10 years thing just like it felt and it, it was like very much like the time it felt like the time of that coming in I remember we went out for Nando's and we <laughs> chatted about last it La- the last supper <laughs> and we went hard on the band card oh we did oh, yes. oh. Oh. no we yeah. were like well I don't need it but yeah, let's like get it chips. yeah double chips this weird thing at Nando's. double chip double yeah, chips instead of two sides <laughs> instead of the other two sides Hello. You know, you get two sides at Nando's. He gets chips as one and chips as the other. <laughs> and it's an unseen oh, amount. Oh, of- it's a mountain of fries. But I'm just like, ketchup, ketchup, ketchup. I, mean, I eat too much ketchup. I'm actually worried about You're more excited about the I'm, sauce yeah, than I'm the- like, even if it's like bad beige food, I'm just like, well, I've got ketchup, so I can just. The chip is a vessel yeah, for yeah, the it's dip. It's just the ketchup. Really? Yeah, I'm much more of a spicy rice and, and chips kind of guy. Spicy, ricey. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mate. Well, I normally add I normally add garlic bread on the side of the double chips. Oh, you did that yeah. Bank, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then and then there was halloumi sticks oh, as well. So, so anyway, this this was the meat the last supper, as Alex yeah. said, and um, it just worked out like ten years, you know, and they all felt calm about it. So, yeah. So was that the fact that like when you're going out this like ten years exactly was that defining factor like would like we like it, it definitely helped like being like you know what it's 10 years coming up what are we gonna do <laughs> we're gonna release a new album or are we gonna quit <laughs> oh, <fucking. laughs> should we do a two and or should we just end it all <laughs> fuck yeah so um yeah but whatever it's like I'm just excited to play these like final shows you know I think it was it was great what we did so it's kind of like a nice little wrap up are you gonna uh Use the band card for these last shows and get oh. some mad production in. Oh, oh you're just going to save all the money for yourself. You know what, right? No, but the, all the money. All the oh, yeah, well, seven quid. Seven quid you make <laughs> yeah. after Honestly, the Honestly, we were trying to work out uh, the other day um, how much our hourly wage is. Oh, Over wow. the course of the career, what was our hourly wage? And we decided it was probably less than 5p. Yeah. <laughs> This is the sad reality of bands. Yeah. And that, I like, you know, it's not about money, but at 28, you have to live. Yeah, right? you do. 5p an hour is a bit... 5p an hour. It's a bit pushing it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a joke. There's perks. Obviously, there's perks. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was a fun conversation, too. Oh, and then, so basically, because we, we haven't done anything for, like, since COVID and that, all our band cards have run out. So, or, like, they've expired. Oh, yeah. They oh. don't work. So I have gone to town on places to stay, yeah. but it's all on my credit card at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see about that. Have we got any money in the bank account? No. That's it then. I guess I'm paying. Yeah, oh, nobody God. else turns up for the last date. <laughs> yeah. Like, nobody else in your band turns up for the last date. They're just like, oh, Al. Yeah. Sorry, fella. You've paid for the, you paid for the hotels. That's it. Now we're yeah. off. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers yeah. Oh, for that What one. a guy. What, what a guy. guy. I didn't think he was paying for us all, but he have. Yeah. The best. Oh, wow. But how did you all feel putting that announcement out finally? You said it was uh, a long time coming and there's been so much outpour of love from many different outlets and stuff. I mean, hey, how did it feel just how, making that announcement and then seeing the reaction? I actually was just excited <laughs> to see what people react to, you know, like going, oh, we're broken up. <laughs> but here's a tour and it's a bit like confusing, but like, am I happy? Am I sad? You know, it's quite fun to see that. But it was great to see people's comments about, you know, what we meant to them and that. So, 
But yeah, it was an it, exciting time. It was nice to have a buzz again because obviously we hadn't really done anything during the whole of COVID. Uh, actually to the point where the band account be- became a birthday account for everyone in the band. <laughs> Happy what? birthday to Sam again. again. Yeah. And there was Literally nothing scroll, in between. Scroll three, three photos. I think Sam it got again. to my birthday last year and we all like text like, should we maybe stop this? Because all it is is just birthdays now. It's the birthday account. Um, but yeah, no, it felt good to be appreciated. It felt good to talk to people again and see what it meant to them. Um, it gave a lot of new perspective to it, which is sad because obviously, like, to have to announce the end to feel that mm, is a yeah. weird situation. But sometimes you need that conclusion for people to come forward and be like, here's what this meant. Um, so, yeah, I think the last shows will be difficult for sure. Well, I see, yeah, yeah, difficult on a personal level. I've literally been through this. It's fucking, <laughs> yeah, it's um, tough, lads. It's tough. Um, but. Yeah, I think it'll be difficult when you're in the moment on the stage, but like when you you see those crowds and then you meet those crowds after or before, and then like you said, they'll tell they'll they're gonna tell you what you fucking meant to them, and at some point you're gonna do a me where you're gonna be like, oh no, have we made the fucking right decision? <laughs> and then everybody else is like, too fucking late, I'm off. Yeah. Hey! So yeah, I think yeah, but I think those shows you did it. I think you did it the right way. Rather than just announcing you're splitting up, leaving another, these shows would be like the fucking icing on the cake I think for like you and all of the Rome fans like I think it'll be such a fucking moment yeah that it'll be possibly your best shows you'll have and that's the kicker as well isn't it it's like they will be amazing because they'll sell out and people will come and everyone will go crazy because it's like your last chance to do it and you'll be like literally next week a new album <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> biggest PR stunt ever guys. it would be yeah I mean I don't know it's uh it's difficult to think of like playing that last note and being like oh we're not gonna get up and do that again as in this scenario with this set of people in these set of songs I think that'll be hard no day is guaranteed the, that, that, we, that could have been our last get religious that, oh, yeah. that could have been the last time we could all blow up we're not gonna blow up Whoa, I don't know oh yeah yeah maybe maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah it could be some pyro on stage could be anything boys could be any pyro you've got <laughs> over any political problem <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. right. I think pyro is why what he's talking about right <laughs> yep yeah or bus just yeah, being yeah, hit yeah. by a bus yeah 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 yeah. something casual yeah definitely. and non-provocative <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yeah, well, the the road here is very narrow and cars are coming down yeah. very fast. So Honestly, um, yeah. it could happen any moment, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know whether, like, you know, as we're turning up here. We're like, is this actually a festival on? Because <laughs> everything is literally like a farm road. It's mad, isn't it? Do you have any um, special things uh, in store for those last shows? Have you had any production ideas or um we i mean we were just we were going let's get through 2000 trees first and then we can speak about it but there's some ideas floating about i know there's some things i want to do you know i'd love to holograms i'd love to put a cheeky cover in we're not doing any of the last all it's all gonna be holograms and we're gonna sit backstage and just like claim those fat 5p an hour checks we could we could just all go wireless and go in the back and just sing sing and do it in the backstage room yeah and then it's just like nothing on stage (laughs) just some photos on the floor (laughs) photos of us on the floor polaroids from the time just a slideshow and be like and then every now and then it just flashes on screen cry (laughs) technically applause yeah the song's finished applause Uh, no cry (laughs) applause again (laughs) Oh, wow. But, like, going through those comments and seeing the reaction, was there anything in particular that really stood out? Was there any kind of comments or messages that really, like, hit home to see how much of an effect you have had on people? I think the thing that we knew was that, like, we meant something to people in in a way of, like, oh, like, you helped me through a tough time. Like, that you hear a lot. What I didn't realize or didn't really, like, comprehend or think about was, like, we, I grew up with you. Like, I, gr- I turned 12 or whatever to 20 with you. And that's insane, because that's like... I, I don't want to be a dad, yeah. but like... It's <laughs> yeah. just like a yeah. weird feeling to be like... You, your, your formative years... You know, I, when, you, when you consider that from your perspective of like... Okay, when I was 15 to 25, what band was consistent for me and a band that like meant something to me to mean that for someone else is like shit like this isn't done just because we're not playing on stage anymore and i think that was the thing that i didn't really expect to to feel like the fact that it is just like the songs exist spotify's still there for someone that was a a huge part of their life for 10 years and it will continue to be even though we're not necessarily playing those songs i'm sure you probably feel the same with like yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when yeah, people were like, "You're my favorite band ever," and I'd have to go, "Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Faith No More exists. Like Limp Biscuit exists. What do you mean we're the greatest band? Like, yeah, that would always take me by shock when people were like, oh yeah, like a couple of people I had like, I guess suicide messages from who were who were about to kill themselves, and then I've replied and they've not done it, and I've seen them like ten years later, and I was like. Jesus Christ, like, this is unbelievable. And it's, it's mad to think that 
I'm just a fucking knobhead yeah. from. The oh, 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 oh! Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> knobhead. That's what they call him. We do a knobhead podcast. Um, yeah, I'm just a knobhead from South Wales. So, like, yeah. the fact that anybody would be like, "You're in my fucking, you're in my favorite band of all time." That's it's heavy. it's heavy, and it's like I think when you're in it. You, I don't know. You become a little bit. I personally became a little bit desensitized to it. Like, you don't realize the weight of those words. I don't think. Yeah, you're like, unless it's like a serious, serious message like that. You, you for the most part can't reply because there's there's a lot in in the times when things are going well, um, and so you're like, oh yeah, it's a message. It's a message. It's a message. And then when you stop and you go, shit, if I don't, you know, if I don't do music. I don't mean that to those people anymore. And I don't think that's true. I think it's like you will always have been that part of their life. And, you know, they'll dig out your records and play it to their kids and be like, I used to fucking love this. Here's pictures of me. What is this? This is like, (laughs) I met your dad here at this show. And like, that's just a weird feeling to be like, no, whatever, whatever happens next, you are a permanent part of a lot of people's lives. Hmm. Um, Yeah, man. It's strange. Yeah. yeah because even just thinking about moments like you know the song tracks is used a lot for people's kind of like relationships and weddings and stuff like that and the amount of people who have Roman inspired tattoos or the piranha on them and things like that so you know you're always there in spirit with a lot of people and as you said it's just having that uh, effect and knowing now and seeing and realizing how much those last 10 years have meant to a lot of people yeah, yeah it's still mad when you see people with tattoos yeah yeah and you go, flip me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like someone to get a tattoo of one of our... Get a tattoo, a photorealistic tattoo of one of our faces. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, preferably you. I don't want or to be on like, someone like yeah. that, but uh, that's that's a call to arms. Yeah. So <laughs> What's the... Are you... T- are you get- Has someone got a photorealistic no, you tattoo after, of right? you? But yeah, one of our last shows, some boy came up to me in Merthyr Town and he was like, look at that. And it was you. And it's me. And I was like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, no, I feel that, but I was also like, quite funny. I was like, what are you going to do? Like, he had a star above it, like a, with a, um, it was like clear in the middle. And he was like, oh, I want you to sign this so I can get that. I was like, no, wait until you meet Tom from McFly and get him to sign it because he's more famous and he looks like that more than I do, even <laughs> though that's of me. But yeah, yeah it's, I- it's bonkers that... Why would yeah? <laughs> yeah, photorealistic tattoo. I get the icon or like the band, uh, like you know, logo or lyrics or whatever. That's all chill. I wouldn't do it. I don't have tattoos, but that's just me. Um, the photorealistic thing, and as well, now you you have to stick to the law. You can't kill anyone. You can't do any bad shit now because you're on this guy's arm forever. Too late now. Um, yeah, but the thing is, he went for the old haircut as well, so I feel bad that I've changed my haircut, really, because he's just like, oh. Because that's the thing. It, this must have been like 10 years ago now, right? Yeah. So somebody's gone to him, who's that on your arm? And he's gone, oh. He doesn't really look like this anymore. Yeah. I don't like the yeah. music yeah, either. Yeah, and he's a bit of a twat. And his, yeah, his new band's a bit boring, to be honest. So, yeah. Yeah, imagine, oh, I can't. Yeah. I feel sorry and for him. one day you're going to be like an old man. And you're, he's gonna, <laughs> and so is he. Yeah. And I'm going to be there, yeah, because he must have been, he must have only been like 10, 10 years younger than me, maybe. So yeah, yeah he's going to be like 10. I'm going to be 80 and he's going to be 70 going, oh, look at this oh, wrinkly bastard. Yeah, maybe it will look the same. Maybe it will age with you with oh, his arm. My days, yeah. I saw like an old person earlier and I, what, I, what I haven't realized until now was like, 
they have like twisted skin where it just like on your arm is just like twisted and bunched up. <laughs> I was like, do you, do you think that's uncomfortable? Like, can you move it around and get like a little bit oh. of extra finger or, or is it just stuck to your arm? I don't know. That's, that's an image. Yeah, could you could you like I'm just trying to pick it oh yeah. Can you slide it around or is no, it I don't actually want this tattoo here, it's gonna go here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you might even be able to cover it up, like yeah, you just might. pulling a, a, a bigger piece down. Oh, you know, the funny wow. thing is, is there's this picture of you, it's gonna age with his skin, so you, the picture's gonna get wrinklier. So <laughs> you're smaller. gonna look wrinklier on this on the in the picture. Well, in the tattoo. Yeah, but what I'm planning on doing is getting fatter and fatter. So he's like, oh, but yeah, but look, he's getting smaller on my arm, but he's getting fatter in real life. This is awkward now. It's just not working out. I wish I hadn't done it, to be honest. But and that's what I want. I want him because he must regret it now. I want him to regret it the moment he had it done. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. For yeah, fuck. and that's why I'm yeah. asking someone to do it because <laughs> I just want that story. Like, it's not happened yet. And I would like to know <laughs> that, that at least one of us is tattooed on someone. Um, I think it would be funny. But um, well, as I said, reflecting on uh, this last decade, what would you say are some of your highlights and outstanding moments being in Rome? You've managed to tour with a lot of your favorite bands, hit those different territories, release albums, record in America with some really good producers. I mean, what comes to mind when you look back at all the good times for Rome? Uh, I, I think it's more like the funny time. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> yeah, guest list fun, from Nickelback. Yeah, and just like the weird fun stuff. Yeah. Is what I will always remember. Yeah. But also, the, yeah, like the traveling stuff is cool. But I think it's the, uh, the fun. We always reminisce over the funny stuff. There's a lot of tour stories that whenever we get together, we're like, do you remember when we stayed with those people who were definitely lizards? Because they had like a vivarium with the lid off and it was 80 degrees in the room and, and they, they only they drank, drank milk. milk. And they were all like five foot. Yeah, no four. They were like they, they were, were smaller. really small, yeah. and they just like and they wouldn't say anything to you either. So they were lizards, really weird. and like, how um how did you meet these people? We used to stay in like fans' houses, which was yeah a weird thing to yeah. do, but obviously it was a necessity when we were in the US. Um, so we would stay in people's houses, and you know, like we used to stay in RYFO houses, which is basically like if you're if you're Christian, you're allowed in. Um, to stay in these like know, rich Christian would... houses yeah whatever it kind of was it was kind of like but a... they didn't know we were Christian though I, like, yeah no, no, no I they pretended didn't, they didn't did you yeah I said like, <laughs> I used to say like really? I used to say we're a Christian band I didn't want to be like we're a pop punk band we're going to trash your basement <laughs> I didn't know that yeah but you obviously are Christian so we'd just like be well, like I just go have and, to go and yeah, chat yeah yeah, uh, yeah they start asking you go oh we are Christian and they start asking you questions yeah, like, I'm like oh fuck Oh, I'm like, I'm just going to set up my sleeping bag. But this kid here, he would love to talk to you about the Bible. Yeah, literally. So what do you think about Hebrews 11? Yeah, because we'd all have to like say grace and stuff, wouldn't we? Yeah, we did do that. So, Um, yeah. Yeah, we used to stay with a lot of fans. We would put a sign on merch. And that's where the stories are. Yeah. Um, Yeah, those those are the highlights. I mean, like the Nickelback thing was huge just because it was just such a... You know, like some of the bands that you tour with, it's not expected, but like if it goes well, that is the trajectory. You're, you're going to meet those people. You know, like the Sum 41 thing was huge for us because they're our favorite band growing up and they're what made us both pick up guitars. But the Nickelback thing was just like, it was never, it was never on the cards. So when that happened, it was, it was, um, 
definitely an odd moment like we we got guest list to see them at the o2 and then like we had backstage passes yeah, to go and so meet weird. them and then it, we, we went through a bookcase uh, we were, yeah it, you go through in the o2 there's a weird room and you go through a bookcase or you go through into this lounge and it's weird blue low lighting and then there's a there's a bookcase that opens up and you can Ooh. go into this other room and it is like weird. That's where Chad like, Krogo was sitting oh, with a yeah, mountain of cocaine. Yeah. Literally. And oh. then we were they, we were there with all these kinds of people we didn't know that were all on the guest list for Nickel, Nickelback. And we were like, well, we're just waiting for Nickelback to turn up. We'll see if they ha- see if that happens. And we waited for a good an hour and a half. I yeah, think. a long time. And we were getting tired. But we were like, they're going to come. I was messaging them on come. Twitter like, so guys, we're in the room. Uh, <laughs> just let me know when you're coming by. <laughs> they probably went went to a hotel. Yeah, And instantly. then we're just sitting in this blue room like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, they never came. Chad, Chad. <laughs> but they liked our Where new they you? liked our new album. We sent them our album, yeah, yeah. didn't we? And they were like, "This is amazing." Yeah. On Twitter, we used to talk to them on DM. That's I mad. don't know who it was. If it was social media manager, <laughs> if it was Chad himself, but no, I like to believe it was Chad. believe it's Chad. It's definitely Chad. You want to load the password for yeah. any of the social yeah. accounts? Yeah, 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 for sure. He's running uh, all of that as well as writing hits. hits. Oh, yeah, Absolute hit after hit. Yeah, sugar coated hits. Yeah. Nice. Well, one thing I wanted to ask. What do you think you've learned from each other in your time in Rome? Oh, that's have you learned anything heavy. from me? <laughs> yeah, definitely, man. Really? Yeah, fifty's too slow to drive to two thousand trees. Yeah, they were ripping me on the way, and I didn't even know they were ripping me because I was driving slowly. We got this rental van, and I don't want to crash it. <laughs> and uh, they were like ripping me. What have we? What have we learned from each other? This is going to take a second. This is deep. It could store. be anything, songwriting, skills, like what 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 do each of you bring that complements the other one with the songwriting? Shall we look into each other's eyes yeah, and okay. like do it? Yeah. <laughs> what you got? What did you get? Um I think I think you showed me. This is this is really this, <laughs> this, is, this is weird. This is where look, we cry. If, this is if so you want to all dance, like, yeah, if you want to clench like that yeah. while you're looking at each other, like into each other's hands like that. Yeah, yeah. while while doing this. Right. I, I think, think that, that might, might, might make a nicer moment. I was going to say make it harder potentially. Yeah. Oh, he he was about to get there, I reckon. Yeah. I There's know. tears welling up in his eyes. Yeah. Nah, it's never no. That's just sun cream. Mate. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's just sun cream. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um. No, I think that you showed me that like songs need more than just or oh, a jam or a feel. They need substance, and and lyrics are a big part of it. And you will draw people into a song with what the words being said. And if it's closer to home, it's it's even bigger. It will it will it will become across even bigger. And if you open up even more, it will make people want to hear more yeah. do you know what I mean the more you open up the better the song will be but yeah uh, yeah I, I think the biggest thing I've got from you is just to keep fucking going like there's so many times where I've been like I'm done I'm done for the day and you're like no 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 no, no. come on let's just keep going let's keep going there's something Literally. here there's something here and like as annoying as it is at the time that's what it takes like it doesn't happen it doesn't happen with 15 minutes of focus and then you carry on with your day it it happens from locking yourself in a room and being like i'm gonna fucking do this and there's someone there who is a hundred percent on my team to like just 
get the best out of me. And I think that's what has been difficult post post Rome writing because yeah. it's it's like you write something and you're excited and then you're like no one else is excited because I'm on my own yeah here goes the solo career yeah yeah and and so yeah I think that's the biggest thing is just like you just have to go after it with everything because someone else is gonna put more work in and be more talented than you and have the look and have the vibe and uh that's fine but I, I just don't think you ever beat hard work if it's focused in the right place Mate, another thing it's like a thing that you realise like it's not just the you know I used to go oh like the best singers are the ones that make it no like I realise that it's not that it's it's the hard work it's not even the most talented people that make it it's the hard We're proof work of that. <laughs> yeah 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 definitely um, <laughs> like like you could be the best singer in the world but like you, if you don't work hard like you're working hard for it you, it's not gonna I'd, well I'd, maybe there's anomalies like. no I think it's it, I think you're right Do you it's know like what I mean? you like you could be a guitar virtuoso and like play the guitar like no one else but if that's not I don't know there's there's like a there's a there's a um, disconnect between like level of talent and like do you have it like, are you putting yourself out there in an honest way that makes people like, fuck, yeah. Because there's so many people, like, nowadays that's like... You even see it a few times where there's, there's like, zero talent in the music, but there's so much character and personality that that's the thing that's making them boom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, like, for a long time, I think we both felt a little bit bitter about that, the way the music industry is going. There's, there is a lot of, like, hype over talent. Um, however, I don't know that... I, no, it's not that. I think it's just, like, we're just, like... We just need to adjust to where the industry is. Like, when music becomes oversaturated and everyone has access to a computer and everyone can spend time to get good at something, then you have to have something to differentiate yourself. And that happens to now at the moment be like, look, and what are you about? And like, what's this deeper meaning? And I don't think that's a bad thing because it makes people who do have talent have to like find what their cause is and, and what they believe in and champion it and, and be about it in, in everything they do because it's not enough to be talented anymore. Yeah. yeah that was really touching. That was really touching. I like that, yeah. Fair play, boys. <laughs> Fair play. But with all that as well, I mean, as we start to wind down here, you've had so many amazing moments, as I mentioned, but like, is there any songs in particular from Rome's back catalogue where you feel doesn't get the attention maybe it deserved? Maybe there's a track you think should have been a single, should have the music oh, video, is there anything like that? This is a you question. <laughs> you go oh, for it, mate. Mm, well... Just just a shout out to one of my favorite songs is Nothing in Return. Just as as that was on our like second EP, and I don't know what it is about that song, but it's just so nostalgic, and it just kind of sums up that whole when we were kids, kind of playing play music. I don't know yeah. what it is about Nothing in Return, but it's just that you know. Um, but definitely Flatline for me, like <laughs> it's the flipping, so many times. I don't know why we never thought this is actually a single because it's like. It's funny, it's like not even a single and it's been, it's managed to make its way up to the top, the third 
top song in like yeah. Spotify and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that doesn't happen to like songs that are just album tracks. Um, I think that's part of oh, what we were just talking um, about though, where it's like it has such a deep meaning that that like if you are feeling that, you are feeling that. What? Oh, what? Yeah, we nearly oh, had we Derek from Sum we 41 on idiots. that track. Oh. Wait, what? what was this? Oh my gosh. So we were, we were, we should have just done it. We were. We should have. Uh, this is like the dumbest move we've should've. ever done in our life. Because like, if you'd ask us, who would you have on a song if you ever heard of Sum some 41? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And then we were recording this album and we're doing it with Kyle in America. And, you know, we wanted his sound and him to produce it, mix it kind of thing polish it off and make it amazing yeah and then we we, we asked Derek to do, like we asked if we could get Derek on it he says yeah I'm up for as long as I can mix it and then we were like nah well, we don't Kyle's want we don't want to we don't want to <laughs> we don't want to have a different kind of vibe since Kyle's mixing it we don't want just one song that changes completely and so we said no ah uh, <laughs> but do you think he wanted to mix it because because then if he's mixing it he doesn't he gets like it's only him who gets to see all the tracks and how many takes he did, and oh, yeah, know. maybe. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's like. To be honest, very what, it, what it probably was is like he has a very distinct vocal tone, yeah. and he probably just wanted to use his gear the way that he always does on that every record, so that yeah. he sounds like Derek Wibley. And we were like, "No, that's going to make the album sound weird yeah. if, oh, if we've got my. like ten songs know by Kyle and one by Derek." We would be we'd be playing the O2 Arena if, uh, we, if we wouldn't if be breaking Derek's up if Derek was on it. <laughs> that was that's it, just and saying. that was as well. You have to think that was just as they were coming back. Oh, that was, yeah. They'd just done their comeback tour with us and they, they ha- he hadn't done features. Yeah. That way he wouldn't that would have been his first feature. That's his first feature. Oh boy. Just to put it out there, it was the potential first feature Derek, was Derek listening, on I'm sorry. a Rome song. Wow. There you go. That's uh that's a scoop. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, 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 that's probably the, the biggest mess up we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh there's been some. There's wow. been some good ones. At least you can say you told him no. In some way, you <laughs> no, did. I don't want you, that because he's yeah, our idol. Be, well, we refi- we had no Derek. You can't be on that. Song. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I forgot how fucking podcasting works. <laughs> um, yeah, one day you're gonna be like an old man in a pub, and you're gonna be like, "Do you remember that some forty-one man?" Yeah. I turned him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him no. Telling the kids that. And they're going to be like, all right, granddad Alex. Yeah. To stop telling us about when you used to be in a band. Stop telling us <laughs> about when you fucked it up big time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And just a couple of last things, guys, before you go. Um, obviously, looking back at everything, in retrospect, what would you like the legacy of Rome to be? When people think back of the band, what would you like them to kind of have have in their thought process when looking back at Rome in the future? I think I think the whole like, you know, the the live show, just going crazy, having fun. You know, it's all about a good time. Yeah, yeah. I think it was it was a, uh, and it's easier to do it now that we're like stepping away from it to look at it objectively. But I think it was like a a break in life. I think it was an escape for people who needed an escape. Um, and and I think as well, like there was such a positive message in a lot of the music that I think if I was in that situation and I was young and I wanted to have a little bit of guidance through life it would be nice to hear those messages and feel okay um so i think that's what i hope to have left behind with what we did yeah oh, beautiful and obviously the farewell tour now in september you're going to be playing a couple of shows in europe and the uk you've mentioned uh, to keep an eye out for some other projects going on but if there's anything else you'd like to plug mention just say uh, please feel free yeah i just say just make sure you get to one of the shows it's going to be a sick time even if you don't go to the one near, nearest to you try and try and travel up because it's going to be an amazing time try and get to one at least one yeah yeah and and please keep streaming on spotify because we got <laughs> 75 pounds each today Ooh. That's, that's i haven't checked my fucking pr yeah what's yours <laughs> let's compare i bet mine's less than yours that's flat mine'll be about 37 pounds yeah but that's free that's free dinner free money <laughs> yeah i suppose it's free dinner yeah, is it free money or did i do the work no you did the work years? and it was less than 5p an hour <laughs> yeah. we've discussed this <laughs> yeah i did 13 years of hard work and now they're like oh every now and again you get 37 quid yeah oh cheers thanks yeah, but yeah it's, it's, uh, it's better than nothing well, at least they it? remember you a little yeah. bit sometimes it's good yeah. we, we got a song on counter-strike or we got a counter-strike pack oh man and that's the best that's, that's been, been the best yeah. what but it, yeah it's been a different so like, on our role it's, it's publishing on the game it's like yeah, yeah so basically game. you buy a roam pack i don't know how much it is huh? and you you pay money for it, it and saved then our life. when when the like <laughs> When the bomb's about to go off, it goes, you lose this time. Or like, if you die, it goes, dad, wait. <laughs> so like, I don't incredible. know how that happened, but it brings in a good yep. amount of money. Oh, wow. Mate, it's, it's, it, you know, yeah, it's, it's helped us out big time. Yeah. So thank you, Counter-Strike. Yeah. Thank you, Counter-Strike. Con- consistently, still does, strangely. Mad. Yeah. yeah. People are I don't still know why, because like, why, just put the album on while you're playing it, <laughs> and it's way cheaper. 
It is a little bit. Don't done. question that though. We just let yeah, him do done, it. Yeah, but like do. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. It's been great to speak to you again and reflect and talk about everything. Good luck with these farewell shows, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch you again yeah. next time with whatever's whatever's about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. That would be sick. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to the podcast. Yes. Ooh. Well, well, well. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I love speaking to those boys, but what? I'd rather not be speaking to him in this capacity because I don't want the boys to split up. I want them to be happy. Like, I know they're probably going to be happier than £5 an hour. Or, 5p yeah. an hour? 5 pence five, an hour? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck yeah, the blackout did all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking £5 an hour, I got me. Jesus. Oh, yeah, but that's the thing. If it was that, that yeah, fucking sucks. Five yeah. pence an hour. Five pence. I had a brain fart there. Five pence an hour. If that doesn't tell you, right, that you need to support people you love right now, whether they're doing bands, artwork, maybe they do, I don't know, your favourite podcast. What you should do is definitely get behind those people as soon as you can today. Because look, look what's happened to the lovely, lovely Alexei in Rome. They're at a split up now and not be Rome anymore. And that makes me sad in my heart, and it should make you sad in your heart, even if you don't know or even like Rome, which <laughs> you, you'd be wrong to. Uh, but I, I completely agree, and I just want to say a massive thank you to the guys for really trusting us with this sort of conversation. I mean, we're, we're really lucky lately to be able to have a lot of these kind of breakup or reunion chats, you could say. That's probably our specialty um, with guests so to, just to have that kind of connection to people know that this is a safe space and they trust us to tell their stories means so much and i'm really looking forward uh as bittersweet as it's going to be to to these last shows but I completely agree with you whatever the circumstance if it's a band you like it or just people in your life tell them you love them before it's too late uh there's so many people we've lost and there's so many bands we've lost over the years that we wish we're still around and if you maybe have told them that love sooner things could have could have changed but rome will be going out on their final tour titled 10 years is enough starting on <laughs> september <laughs> good name though isn't it very good name Joa, i fucking love those boys just because they're funny as fuck like that's like well look at the black the blackest last tour was this is it is it <laughs> Could be more Welsh like. We thought, oh, let's do the Mikey Sharks thing. This is it, is it? And um but yeah, fucking yeah. ten years long enough. That's class. Well done, boys. Well ten done, years isn't enough. We'll start September third in Cologne, Germany. They head to Idaho, the Netherlands, Antwerp and Belgium before three last shows in the UK in Birmingham, Manchester, and the Dome in London on September the tenth for their last ever show. Tickets are available now, so go and grab them while you can. I know people are traveling from all over as well, and one of our patrons is flying all the way from the States to London just for the show to see them for the very first and last time. So that's dedication, so shout out to Andrew Eppin for that. Yes, Andrew, thank you very much for being a Patreon. Um, that's fucking mental, but yeah, it's going to be a fucking good gig, so yes, check them out, get your tickets now, support the boys. If you've enjoyed this episode, I guarantee you'd enjoy the band live even more because it's music there as well 
<laughs> I lost my mind. I'm losing my mind. But uh, yes, um, well, yeah. What else? Well, speaking of bands splitting up this and, week, and people losing their mind, uh, and people losing their minds. <laughs> it seems this week, Thomas the Long, or as he's known by his actual name, Tom DeLong, seems to be back in Blink 182. <gasps> well, it's not announced officially yet, so we're still speculating. We know it's going to happen, though. It's, it's gone. Uh, but he's, it's gone. He's put it in his uh, Instagram and Twitter bios now that it wasn't in there before Blink 182 and Angels and Airwaves. So, I mean, it can only mean... He gotta be, haven't he? Um, my friend Tom Whitfield posted, because he's a massive Blink fan, he was like, 1st of August, 2022, Surely, because the date is 1822, that should have been the perfect date for them to announce their back. They could have done 1822, and that would have been fucking class. Oh, imagine the advert for it. Imagine how good the advert for it could be. (laughs) What? You start with all cinematic videos of Travis Barker on the red carpet with all the Kardashians? Yeah. Yeah, well, you do like so. Basically, it'd be all smoke and stuff, and then you'd see flashes, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at us! Look at us fucking thinking of this. Um, <laughs> flashing, and then you can hear paparazzi going, "Travis, Travis, Courtney, Travis, look over here, look over here!" And then like zooms out, you can see Travis, but then it zooms out even further, and you can see a giant UFO above Travis that comes down and parks next to Travis. I don't know if parking's the right term for a UFO, <laughs> but. Then fucking Thomas the Long gets out of there, right, and goes, <gasps> "Hello." And then, well, this is funny. This is funny, right? <laughs> because Blink-182 are a laugh and they would fucking find this funny, I'd like to think, right? The next one then, you're like, yes, fucking Travis, Tom, yes. And then it cuts a mark coming out of an hospital, right? Um, uh, with, with a gown on. So you can see him and he's like, ah, what? What's going on? And it cuts to him from the behind, right? And you see his ass, obviously, because Tom, because Blink, Blink 182 love a bit of nudity, didn't they? And then you get the nurse to come out as well, because that's full circle with, you know, the nurse and Emma of the state. Yeah. If she hasn't died of crack overdose or whatever. <laughs> it can yeah. be a different nurse, but she just has to wear yeah, the same yeah, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So she, yeah, she comes out behind him and then it comes up on the screen. <laughs> Blink 182 are back. And then right at the last <laughs> second of the video, right, it goes from black, it cuts to Matt Skiba's face, and he goes, you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> We've done the advert for him. Hey. Hey, if anybody's got a contact with Blink-22, number one, tell him to come on the podcast, because it isn't for our lack of fucking trying to get him on, right? <laughs> and number two, let him know, because I want to see that video. It could be fucking class. <laughs> it would be the perfect come back video for the band sure that i were messing around beforehand and came up with that so we're very very excited we should make it with lookalikes if worse comes to worst i don't know how that's true it costs yeah. a lot of money but for, the, for well the you laugh. get a fellow who played yeah you get a fellow who played robocop to play travis um because he looks if you go and google what robocop looks like without his mask on he looks very much like travis barker Tom DeLong, you just get, I don't know, the great Carly from wrestling. He's about as tall as him, isn't he? He's about seven foot seven as well. Right. I'm sure Machine Gun Kelly would be up for one of these roles as well. You can play the nurse. He could play that, yeah. He could be the nurse, couldn't he? He, could he, be he looks the like nurse. a crackhead nurse. Uh, no offence. Um, Colston. <laughs> Colton, or whatever you fucking... Holster. 
Holston pills. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, we have some very, very important people to thank. If you go to yes. the description of this episode, my man Morgan Richards has written out a trillion names who we love very much who are part of our Patreon community. If you've enjoyed two or more episodes of this podcast, you are legally obliged to sign up to our Patreon. Not my words, the words of Liz Truss, the future Prime Minister of the UK. She says, as a tax, you've got a patreon.com forward slash sapling and help the boys out, is it? If you've enjoyed, if you've laughed at all at anything me and Morgan have said, if you've laughed at the, what the Alexa say, don't have to join. If you've laughed <laughs> at anything me and Morgan have said, you must join because me and Morgan have then provided you with entertainment and a spark of energy in your life that cannot be recreated. So go to patreon.com forward slash sapling and help the boys out. It's the best way. It's the only way to support the podcast unless you give us cash directly in our hands, which never happens. So no. check out patreon.com forward slash sapling. I've got some top tier names that I need to show some love to right now. Is that okay with you, Morgan Richards? Yes, please. Let's hear those top names that you need to thank. Yes. Thank you very much. The beautiful Kylie Wheeler, the wonderful Mayumi Liwawe. I can't go on giving um, uh, nice words to everyone. Um, not because I, I'll just write a nice words. Anyway, thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwawe, Janelle Caston, Paul Hirschfield, Mitch Perry, Dilly Grimwood, Tony Michael, Natasha Morris. Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Kelly Ewan, Sammy G, Kat Besant, Dana Lasnava, Murray Grimwood, Jenny Robinson, Scott Jones, Kieran Olmey, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Tom Owen, Stuart, sorry for not changing my name for a while, McNaught. That's fine by us, Stu. We love it very much. Thank you very much. Kayla O'Sullivan, Caroline Robinson, Kate Patak, M. Evans-Roberts, Martina McManus, Louis Cook, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, Jenny Sexyboy Munster, James McNaught, Kelly Cannon, Emily Perry, Jason Aredia, John and Emma, Craig, Craigie Knoxville-Aris, Kalila Keane, Adam King of the Goths Parslow, Ollie from the window to the wall, the sweat drips down my balls, Amesbury, I don't think that's his middle name, Josh, what do you call James Bond in a, in a bathtub? Any ideas, Mog? James, James Bond in a bathtub? Um, it's going to be, no, shaken but not, but, no, I don't oh. know. Why is it? Bubble 07. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> thank you very much. Alice Wood, Gary White, again, Gary White, get in touch with us, please. Uh, thank you very much. Reese Bowling, Kate Stevenson, Kyle Campaign for Steve Vai, Honey, David Smith. I'm not going to ask more. I know it's not you. And finally, thank you very much to the wonderful Connor Lewins. You are a superstar. Thank you very much to you and your family. I hope you're all well. This was a good one this week. Apologies to anyone who loves Blink 182 that I've offended. That's their fault. They should have been nicer to us and come on the podcast earlier. I'm joking. Please come on the podcast. <laughs> we love you very much. And we it would love be good him to anyway. To. They're one of our favorite bands. And this was just a great episode to do with Rome, getting insight into everything and to uh, share our love with the boys ahead of this farewell tour. So thank you everyone who checked this out. Thank you everyone listening. Thank you to our Patreon for making this happen. And we'll be back next Friday and every week with a very special guest. And the next one we recorded in that said guest's house. So that's worth checking out just to see whose house we went to. Palatial mansion, I would have said. Mm. Tell you what I forgot to do. I didn't go to his toilet like promised. I didn't go to their toilet like promised. <laughs> didn't go, no. And Shit. you're dying for a pee as well, so that's even worse. Oh, mad, isn't it? I drove home. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you again. Thank you very much to the Alexei. Thank you very much to all of the Rome gang. I hope that fucking tour is amazing for you. Again, 
I bet you regret it in six months. <laughs> um, apologies. Love you very much. Everybody stay safe. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.